Welcome to The Resonance, the podcast about energy and sustainability from Alpha Energy Group, an Edison energy company. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Energy Group podcast. I'm Jeremy Nicholson, Corporate Affairs Officer for Alpha, and I'm joined to take a look at the UK commodity markets by my colleague, Dan Vizi, our Energy Risk Manager. Uh, Dan, there's been a lot of talk about normal pricing in, in the power and gas markets or something akin to it, or indeed what new normal is. Luckily, we're in a very different situation now, aren't we, to the, the, the one we faced um, last summer. And the prices are starting to look a little bit more attractive, at least from a consumer's point of view. How, how would you describe the current situation? Well, the current situation we're seeing, Jeremy, is we've re- really seen day ahead and on a front month prices really fall to, to levels that we haven't seen for, for a couple of years now. And like you say, it's it's prices that we've seen during times before the current energy crisis situation and before the pandemic. So, so we are seeing normal prices near term, particularly for the summer months. And this all stems from the fact that we did have uh, a fairly mild winter in the UK and across Europe. Storage levels or gas storage levels, I should say, were, were kept at very, uh, very high levels coming out of that winter period. And what we've seen over the last few months is is injections have started uh, very nicely. Uh, it continues to creep up. On average, we're now in the high 60% uh, across Europe. And that's very much been been driven by the fact that we are getting records amount of LNG. And because there isn't there isn't been the demand in Asia to, to draw that away. So, yeah, we're in a very good position now for, for near-term pricing. But very much it's down to the fact that we, we had a very... A lucky winter in all fairness because there wasn't any major outages or unplanned outages there wasn't any further cuts in russian gas flows so yeah we're very much in a a good situation when it comes to near term and summer prices as things stand at the moment well it'll be welcome news for consumers especially those of course uh, with flexible contracts who are able to take advantage of the, the relatively low wholesale prices at the moment and, and th- before turning to the wider international situation I just wonder, is, is there anything to be said about uh, the UK's um, power generation fleet at the moment? Um, we're, we're less exposed in the UK to lack of hydro, which has been an issue elsewhere in uh, in Europe because of uh, low uh, rainfall uh, recharge there. Um, but we've got quite a reasonably large solar fleet these days. And, you know, we're recording this shortly after an unusual bank holiday that was sunny. And that's great for solar production here and elsewhere. And, and I gather the wind fleet has been generating reasonable amounts too. Uh, so what what does that look like at the moment? Yeah, so from a UK point of view, yeah, we had some uh, we've had some very good solar generation over the last uh, few days, and and like you say, the wind's not been too bad either, despite high pressure weather scenarios. So yeah, the, the UK is very much uh, using its uh, renewable assets to generate electricity, and what that does is ultimately it lowers demand for for gas, which which makes the gas situation uh, a lot better as well, because because what you find is that if you do have a windy day or, or a sunny day, that renewable generation displaces the gas generation so or the electricity generation from gas. So, yeah, we've certainly seen some uh, decent renewable generation over the, uh, over the last few weeks. Well, of course, well, that's exactly what we want from a, a climate change perspective. It's great for keeping the emissions down. Uh, what's that done to the situation in the UK relative to continental Europe? Um, or which, which direction is the gas flowing at the moment? We're seeing UK trade uh, a, a bit lower than uh, than the European gas prices. So, yeah, we are exporting uh, significant volumes of gas. It's around about 65 MCM a day to Europe. 
So yeah, we continue to uh, to be lower priced compared to our European counterparts, and and we continue to export gas on on a daily basis, and that's just goes to show how much uh, LNG we've got arriving in the UK, how low demand it is at the moment, and we we are able to help um, support the the filling of European gas storages. So yeah, very much uh, at a lower price point than than our European counterparts. And I think that's that's important to note. I mean. You know, European energy security matters to the UK market. Uh, we're connected. If there are problems in one part, it affects all. And the UK being able to play its part with all that flexibility we have in LNG capacity, getting gas into the system, uh, where some European countries are a little bit more constrained. Um, it's important that these systems all work together efficiently. And that does seem to be happening. I just wonder, is, is there anything else to be said about maintenance schedule for power generation or, or gas that's coming up over the summer period, would you say? Or does, does everything look currently, fingers crossed, look OK? Yeah, so during this period where, where demand is low or lower for, for gas and electricity, we do see heavy maintenance schedules across the UK and Europe, whether that's uh, the, the nuclear fleets or whether that's the production in Norway. So there is a pretty pretty heavy maintenance schedule. But prices are are comfortable and pricing any planned maintenance be, because obviously this is known in in advance. It's just any unplanned stuff that that rears its head and uh, and is not accounted for that that causes the issues. But what we have seen over the last five months or so that yes, there's been unplanned outages around, but there's there's not been anything uh, on the major side of things. So looking very very good when it comes to demand supply fundamentals at present. Well, that's encouraging, and let's hope that persists. And looking at the slightly wider picture, the UK, like the rest of Europe, is um, increasingly dependent on LNG sourced from international markets. The gas doesn't have to come here. Currently, plenty of gas available internationally if if we pay more for it. But at the moment, uh, the prices are higher, I gather, in the Asian market. What do the relative prices look like for UK and Europe versus what gas is trading for elsewhere? Yeah, so we we have seen spread open for the Asian LNG price compared to to the UK and European gas prices. So, yeah, there is an element of attractiveness to to send your LNG cargoes to to the Asian market. What we are seeing at the moment is that Asian demand is still still very low. Yes, there is some uh, buyers being uh, drawn back into the market at these current price levels. So there has been an increase in, uh, in buying from Asia, but it's nothing significant at the moment. If these spreads continue to open up and prices continue to fall, we could see more Asian buyers return to the market to procure LNG. And, and like you say, Jeremy, the UK and Europe are ultimately competing in, in the global markets for LNG. From an American point of view, their prices are significantly lower than, than European, UK and Asian prices. So they are very much exporting as much LNG as possible at the moment. Um, but what's interesting, if European Asian prices continue to fall, uh, as they have done over the last few months, there has been discussion that, that the US might actually uh, shut in some of its uh, LNG exports. So they will actually stop exporting uh, LNG cargoes because the uh, the prices are too low for, for it to be attractive for them. So that's very interesting that 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 we could be in this situation particularly as we as we go through this summer months obviously winter is going to be a very different story because of the uh the increase in demand that we see for gas during that period 
Right. With that in mind, I mean, it might sound a little premature worrying about winter when we're just going into the, the height of summer. But for anyone who's contracting ahead and so on, this will be a, uh, exactly what they're looking at. Uh, the risks haven't gone away, have they? But equally, the prospects for the coming winter don't look anywhere where like as bad as the one we've just been through. So even if we do experience some problems on the production side or disruption to imports or cold weather or heaven forbid a combination of all the above things might not be as as tight uh, as they could have been but equally you know that risk premium hasn't vanished uh, but it is going down i gather yeah so we are starting to see some of the risk premium uh, being removed from the uh, the winter contracts as well and the the winter 23 UK gas and power prices are starting to edge down towards that 100 pence a therm, 100 pound a megawatt for the winter period. Um, so yeah, there has been some good news over the last week or so around them contract types. But the main thing is that we, we do expect now that going into that winter period, that the European uh, gas storage will be will be close to capacity, uh, which will set us up very nicely for for the winter period and that and that's why you're starting to see some of this risk premium be removed from the winter contracts although there is still a significant risk premium compared to the normal that we that we saw before covid so yeah good news that prices are starting to come down for the winter period but like you say jeremy the 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 risk are very much there Uh, and i know we've touched on spread between asian lng prices and uk and european gas prices but that spread just cannot continue for the winter months because Europe in the UK is very much reliant on on LNG as the the main supply source to to meet demand and as we know demand in the UK in particular being uh, that we use a lot of uh, gas for for heating purposes there's obviously quite a significant increase when it comes to gas demand as we go through the uh, the winter period so yeah good news in terms of risk premium being removed from the winter contract but yeah, we're not out of the woods yet, and there is some pretty uh, pretty big risks that still remain for this winter. As you say, if there's any unplanned outages or, or a very cold start to winter in the UK and Europe, yeah, things could start to get a bit nervy again. Well, let's hope not. Uh, but in the meantime, I mean, I, I, I can't help but reflect on those figures. You know, 100 pence a therm, 100 pounds a megawatt hour. Uh, that looks uh, certainly an awful lot better for, to consumers than the prices we were expecting, um, you know, not very many months ago. But historically, they're still quite high. And internationally, they're quite high compared with, with America. And we tend to benchmark ourselves in the UK against our European neighbours, and rightly so. But Europe seems to be becoming increasingly uncompetitive as a manufacturing area with these relatively high energy prices com- compared with America. And I, I just wonder, you know, America, of course, is, is fortunate in having an awful lot of shale gas and be able to export that to keep um, supplies going in Europe. And Europe has gone in a rather different direction on that front. I just wonder whether you had re- refle- reflections about about that, because it seems to me structurally, the UK and Europe, but you know, even with um, if we take an optimistic view about renewables and so on, is going to be facing higher prices for, for some time to come compared with America. Yeah, and and like you say, Jeremy, America is self-sufficient when it when it comes to gas uh, because of its shale boom over there. Um, but Europe and the UK ultimately rely on on imports from the global market, including the LNG markets that we've spoken about. So it's very difficult to put any uh, price levels in place going forward because we need to make sure that we are attractive to to draw in that LNG. And um, like you say, America very much they've seen some volatility over the last 12 months 
as you'd expect with what's going on in the global energy situation but they're very much ridiculously cheap when it comes to gas compared to the uk and europe and and like you say from a from a business competitive point of view i think we've seen the markets have gone basically from extreme lows during covid times to extreme highs last year during the energy crisis and then we're starting to see prices uh, come down fairly quickly over the last three or four months. So it's, it's, it's been a very challenging time for UK and European businesses because that, that situation within the markets, it's like th- there's been some huge swings over the last two to three years. Indeed. Well, let's hope we're not going to see another swing upwards, at least um, in the coming winter, at least not beyond what we would normally expect uh, in winter conditions. So, Dan, thank you very much for explaining all that. Uh, There's a lot to look out for, I think, in in the weeks and months ahead, internationally as well as locally. I hope you found that interesting, too. If you'd like to find out more, have a look at our website, alphaenergygroup.com forward slash UK, and our reports are available there. And do listen out for a podcast again from us soon. (music) 